Oh, man. So today's show is going to be pretty dope. We got like a lot of good things that's going to be going on, a lot of good topics. So before I bring in the um, SS Experience podcast crew so we can do our B-roll sessions and, um, you know, been basically have the episode that's going to be streaming on 106.7 to beat. want to just give you a friendly reminder that the indie tailgate, my dude DJ Baby Slim is going to be coming up from Atlanta. The first game is going to be November 3rd versus Notre Dame. If you're a music artist and you haven't got your package to perform on the stage, make sure that you email me at shabazzmediagroup at gmail.com. S-H-A-B like boy, A-Z-Z, mediagroup at gmail.com. Give me links to your music. Send me your cash app so that way you can go ahead and pay the fee to go ahead and get on the stage. You're going to be performing in front of thousands and thousands of people. So I don't want you to miss out on that. So make sure that you definitely get in the building to do that because um we're going to be outside, man. Real rap. The weather should be, you know, moderately decent before it gets into the fall, winter months where it's cold as hell. But we're going to be doing our thing. Believe that. I don't have anything uh, going on as far as like hosting and things like that. Not right now. Uh, Taco Tuesdays kind of flop, but it only flop because, you know, marketing, promotions, um, doggone, just people out here in out here in Columbus, man. They just. I ain't going to say they in the way, but I mean, they is low key, like in the way for real, for real. It's like you try to bring them some new shit that they haven't seen before and they don't really gravitate to it. I was talking to somebody um, at one of my little side hustle jobs and they were saying, well, why don't you just uh, host for free so people can know how it is when you host? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. That's like if I'm a CEO of a company, I'm going to, you know, basically work for free just so you can see how how good I am as a CEO. Do you see where I work? Do you follow me on my social medias at Haney Hardaway 75? You see what I do out here. So hell no, I'm not working for free. It's already worse enough that I'm given a discount out of respect that you guys don't know who I am. But working for free, man, fuck out of here. I will never work for free. Like not at all. Y'all can kiss my ass out here. So if you're a promoter out here or you're a club owner out here, you see who I work at. You see I work for 106.70B. You see I work with uh, WNCI. If you think I'm going to host your party for free, free, she. I could have kept going, but I was, I was for some reason, I got like a peppermint in my mouth and I was like drooling. I was about to like drool on the mic and that's kind of like, you know, like no bueno. But, um. But yeah, though, man, like I'm not working for free, man. Fuck that shit. Like the pandemic has already, you know, fucked up the money for like a lot of people. So if you're talking about some, you know, go ahead and, you know, work for. Nah, man, like businesses and corporations, you know, let people go because they were trying to save their bottom line. I'm trying to keep my bottom line, the bottom line. And the bottom line is I'm not working for free. Fuck y'all. Y'all can kiss my ass. So other than that, though, man, like it's I, a lot of shit that I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about it, you know, with the SX Experience podcast crew when we do our B-roll sessions. Uh, right now, I'm just recording in the Adobe, so I'm not, you know, in the Zoom. So I don't have to worry about that stupid ass 40 minute time limit that goes on when you're recording, which I might just stop being cheap and actually might just pay, you know, the premium for a Zoom. And then so that way I don't have to like stop. I could just like record, 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 record. At Henny Hardaway 75 on Twitter. Should I stop being cheap? Just leave it at that. Yeah, no. 
I know it's probably going to be like a lot of people that's going to be like, yeah, stop being cheap, Nick. But it's all good, though, man. It's all good. I love y'all anyway. So at Henny Hardaway 75. And just to let y'all know, too, that the show is on TikTok, too. It's the SS Experience. No E in the beginning of experience. So it's the SS, then X, then, you know, experience. Like I said, experience without the E in the beginning. We're on TikTok. Now, I, I haven't and I probably won't, but maybe I will. I don't know. Haven't did any no crazy TikTok dances, anything like that. I just be posting content. But, um. If y'all, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get some of the youngins out there to put me on and help me out with TikTok so I can grow that shit. Because if you notice with social medias, every social media is like for older people, like Facebook. Like, I can't even start with MySpace because MySpace doesn't exist no more. So let's go with Facebook. Facebook is like the aunties and the unks, grandparents type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what Facebook is now. But when Facebook popped off, in 2006, 2007, when I was um, in college at Wright State University, when I first started this radio journey, Facebook was for the college kids. And we all, you know, seen the movie, The Social Network, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, you had to have an EDU account to get on Facebook because it was really only for college students. You know what I'm saying? So then, you know, a couple years, not even a couple years later, maybe like two years later, you get uh, Twitter. Now, Twitter, even though there's like, even though celebrities use Twitter, businesses use twitter like a lot of people use twitter twitter is just not a thing for young people like i've seen like some young people be on twitter but for the most part like twitter isn't for young people for real for real like i've noticed that i've always you know promoted my twitter and i don't really get too much new engagement i remember my original twitter got shut down because you know it was during the whole donald trump he you know people get in their account suspended if you say something crazy or if, you know whatever so my original Twitter account that had 25,000 followers that I started in 2008 had a Barack Obama follow, by the way, don't have anymore. So, you know, trying to get it from the ground up is hard because you can't use the follow for follow hashtag anymore to get followers. And if you follow somebody, they're not going to necessarily follow you because that used to be like a kind of like an honor among thieves type thing. Like if I follow you, you follow me back and you don't unfollow me because everybody knew you know what it was. Now it's not like that anymore. Like if you're not, you know, if people don't want to follow you, they're not going to follow you. So, you know, that's how Twitter is. Um, Instagram is pretty much still young, even though for the most part you can just um, and Instagram also uses a lot of business influences as well. You know, they got the sponsored ads, the sponsored stories and all of that. So Instagram is pretty much good for businesses. And obviously the youngins is on that, too. You can share your TikTok videos on Instagram. And then obviously TikTok um, is the new wave uh, right now for youngins. So in this media space, like you have to, I've always said this, like you, you got to keep up with the youngins for real, for real. And I don't want to say the youngins like I'm old, but I'm not them. You know what I'm saying? I don't come from that era. You know what I'm saying? I come from another area. I was, remember I was talking to my brother Ock a couple of days ago. I was having my little therapy session with him talking about my son or whatever. And he was talking about how, because he's uh, three years young. Well, no, he's not three years. He's two years younger than me. And he always says that, well, I always, you know, shave off like six, seven years from my age because nobody's going to know. And we've always been the people that look young for our age. So I was telling him, I'm like, don't do that. Like, if you're about to approach that one age, embrace it. Because what that's going to do is, is it's going to make people who grow, who, who get to that age, it's not going to look as old because when I was coming up, 40 looked old as hell. 
And it was mainly because of the influence that, you know, people 40, you know, from the 90s came through. They came through a more conservative, old school type fashion. Whereas, you know, people who's approaching 40 now, we come from the Nintendo era, the Atari era, the baggy clothes era. You know what I mean? We come from that that young youthfulness. And a lot of us still try to hold on, you know, for the most part. So, like, it, hypothetically, if I was to tell somebody that I'm 40, I don't look nowhere near the age of 40. So, when people look at that, they'll be like, oh, damn, 40 doesn't look bad. 40 looks okay. Versus when, you know, I was coming up, you look at 40, it's like, damn, bro. Like, even 30. Like, 30 used to be like, damn, bro, you old as shit. You pushing 30. So, I was just telling my brother, like, nah, man, like, don't don't, don't shave the aging process. Because it's just like when people have gray hairs, right? People have gray hairs, and then they try to, like, all right, so one of the things is when you have gray hair is you're not supposed to pluck the gray hair. And the reason that you're not supposed to pluck the gray hair is because when you pluck the gray hair, more gray hair forms. And the reason that more gray hair forms is is nature's way of saying, no, don't try to fight the aging process. Don't do that. Don't fight the aging process because if you try to fight the aging process, we're going to make you look older. We're going to make you age older. So even when it comes to dyeing your hair, because when you dye your hair, you get all comfortable, whatever. Then you forget one day, oh, I didn't dye my hair. Now I got like a gray streak, you know, towards the bottom. And now you can tell that I've been dyeing my hair. So, you know, anybody who's getting older, you know what I'm saying? If you're pushing 40, if you're pushing 30, just embrace it because we we look good for those ages. It's not like the, it's not like back in the day where, you know, being 30, you, you was already being retired and, and sent to the old folks home. And 40, you're damn near dead. It's not even that type of party anymore. So just embrace the age, you know, just embrace it because, you know, when you want the younger people to still embrace you. I know um, at my side hustle job, I work with people who was born in 1998. If anybody knows anything about me, my life, my life, my crew, my brand, my 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 entourage, my staff was established in 1998. So. To hear that is, and then they look at me and they be like, "Oh, you look good for your age. Like you straight." I chop it up with them. I, mean, I don't try to be them. I don't. I, I let them be them. But you know, I hold my own as far as you know, just being a youthful guy. You know what I'm saying? Because I still feel this. Well, I ain't gonna cap to you, man. You know, body doesn't work the way that it used to. Like my son smoked me in track. You know, uh, but I haven't ran track in like twenty some years. So. You know, he's actively running because, you know, he's a teenager. He's a kid. So he's always running around. I don't run like I haven't ran in a long, long time. Like so my body doesn't move that way. Now I can get my body to be that way again. But, you know, I got to stretch. I got to, you know, warm it up a little bit. And I got to, you know, get back into, you know, the the treadmill and get back on the track to start running again. You know, get my cardio and stuff back up. But um, all in all, I just want to say to everybody, you know, what I'm saying who's who's fighting age, you know, who's dyeing their hair or, you know, um, lying about their age, you know, shaving off. The, just Look, man, just embrace the age, man, because, you know, when we when we get to those ages or when other people younger than us get to those ages, we don't want them to think that it's, you know, what I'm saying that it's old and it's over. We want them to be able to feel like when they hit 30 that they still got it. You know what I'm saying? When they hit 40, you know, they still got it. You know, I, I watch a lot of housewives or whatever. Uh, some of them women are 50. You know, you got Kenya Moore. She's 50. Um, Sheree, she or Sheree, she's 50. 
I think somebody else is 50 or approaching 50. But um, they look good. You know what I'm saying? They, they, I mean, their bodies is right now. Can you say a lot of it is enhancements? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm not insinuating that. But they still look good. Like, it, it's not, they don't look like, they don't look like grandma. You know what I mean? They look, they look like aunties. They don't look like grandma. Because um, I remember grandma. You know what I'm saying? Um, gra- yeah, well, I don't remember my grandmas in the 50, in their 50s. I know my, uh, I lost my granddad at 68. So my grandma would have been like 67. Shout out my grandma too. She just had a birthday a couple of days ago. I think she's like 97 now. Grandma's still ticking. I forgot to call her too. Man, I should have called her, man. But it's all good though. Um, but you know, we just gotta embrace. We just gotta embrace the age, man. It's all good. It's all good, man. Real rap, man. Don't even. Don't even worry about that. Don't even trip. So in a few minutes, I'm about to go ahead and get the uh, podcast crew together. Bootsy Vegas, Takala Woolard, DJ Three Two One, and uh, new to the podcast, Shakira. She um, actually is the voice of the network, but she's now um, a, an official member of the podcast. So um, any assortment of them, if all of them, is going to be on the show. We're going to be on 1067 to beat two. And um, that's actually going pretty well. Uh, we're getting a lot of good reviews uh, from, you know, the 1067 to beat brass. Um, I just hope that we can develop it to be something real. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. iHeartRadio is pretty cheap ever since they got into that whole bankruptcy thing. They'd rather be one big radio instead of like a whole bunch of small individual radios. Um, If you didn't li- listen to last week's episode, you know, what happened to the tires? I basically broke down how syndicated radio is bad for medium sized markets. Now, I'm not talking about those markets where it's like, you know, small, you know, like your um, your 70, your 80, you know, those type of mar- I'm talking about like your 50s and your 40s. Like there's good people in those markets that can hold down radio, but they syndicate it to, you know, people in New York and, you know, people out, you know, in that way. And, you know, like I said, on the episode is trash because radio stations and, and markets lose their identity. Like um, the Breakfast Club, for example, I love the Breakfast Club as a show. I don't like it as a syndicated show in, you know, in certain markets, especially when you have like good people around, because one of their most recent episodes, they had uh, some dude who's running for governor of New York. If if the radio show is syndicated, why do I want to hear you talk about or talk to a person who's running for governor of New York? It doesn't make it. It's good for New York City. You know what I'm saying? But it's not really good for like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? It's not good for uh, the Breakfast Club is broadcast in Atlanta and Atlanta is a top 10 market. So think about that. Atlanta is a top 10 market. And they have the Breakfast Club. Why? There's people in Atlanta that can do a morning show. I guarantee you that. You know what I'm saying? Again, iHeartRadio. I'm talking to you. You know what I'm saying? There's people out here in Columbus, Ohio that can hold down a morning show. It's just, are you willing to pay the people and are you willing to put the salespeople in place so that way, you know, they can make these things happen? And if you're not willing to do that, you know, it is what it is. But, um... I don't know what I'm going to call this. I think I'm going to call this the pregame, you know, and again, something light, you know, something light for me to put on the uh, on the podcast. You know, a lot of people say, 
you know, they don't know who I am. They don't know, you know, what I think or whatever. I'm like, well, just listen to my podcast. Follow me on social media, Henny Hardaway 75. I tell you exactly what I think. I don't care. That's what makes me good at my job. I tell you exactly what I think and give two fucks about the shit because that's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear that cookie cutter, you know, I'm just happy to be here and all this other shit. Nah, you want to know what I think so you can know where I stand so you can know whether or not I'm somebody that you can rock with or not. So just to let you know, I am somebody you can rock with. Let's go ahead and get into B-roll sessions. <laughs> 